Testing, testing, testing. Can you hear me? 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 Okay, it looks like we're live. What is going on, y'all? Chat, are we good? Well, I think, yeah, we're good. We're good. Amazing. So, interesting stuff. Working on some stuff behind the scenes here, but that's okay. We're about to get started. Uh, testing, testing. Tell your people's, people's, people's about the show, right? Because um, we're about to get into some stuff, right? So um, make sure you do that. What's up, y'all? Amazing. I'm going to give us a little bit of time to gather in the, the uh, live chat. And then we shall get started. I'm going to let the intro fly. Here we go. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It is another Tuesday. Amazing. Happy to be here. For some reason, it feels like the Tuesdays are like monthly. It feels like I haven't been here in so long every time I come here. I don't know why. How does it feel like for you guys? Does it feel like it come by fast? To me, it feels like I haven't been in the studio in like a month every week. So you know what that means. I might have to add more dates, more show days. I don't know. We shall see. Amazing. Welcome to the show. We got some stuff we're going to get into. Uh, let's get right into it. Last week's topic, we talked about how to stop doing the things you hate. Um, I think that's a big thing that happens. We get caught up in this like loop and cycle of repeating our uh, mistakes we feel good, we feel good, we feel good, we fall. Feel good, feel good, feel good, fall. And we get into this cycle of judgment to pleasure, then to pain, then back to judgment. And we keep doing the cycle. And last week we talked about how to break the cycle and how to at least start working on um, overcoming that. It ain't easy. It ain't easy, but worth it, right? Because we got to reprogram the mind. Because the mind is all jacked up. So that's what we talked about on episode 32 of last week. You can watch it later. But today we got a new show. Today I'm asking the question, how do you know you're a good person? How do you know you're a good person? 
How do you know? I'm asking the chat. Chat. How do you know you're a good person? I would like to hear people's responses so you can call in. I'm going to give the call number in a second here. But you can call in because I would like to hear you guys' responses on how you know you're a good person, right? But before we get into that, you know what we got to do. You know what we got to do. Hit that like button, smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's, 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 people's about the show so we can get the subscribers up and a message out. You still got time. Do it now because they don't want to miss this show. Also, it is a talk show, as you guys know. So you can call in 888-775-3773, and I hope you call in so we could talk about the question I have for y'all today. How do you know you're a good person? So you can call in. We can agree. We can fight. We can argue. We can disagree. Whatever you want to do, I'm here for all in the name of Jesus. So we can get to it. 888-775-3773. If you cannot call in because you're busy, you're sick, your dog's sick, your baby's in the hospital, God forbid, your grandma missing an arm, your foot fell off, whatever it is, you can send your question or comment via Super Chat in the chat box. If you look in the chat box, you can send a Super Chat with your question or comment. Or if you just want to support the show, you can send a Super Chat. As little as like, I think it goes like 99 cents and up. Right? So you do have that option. Amazing. And I'm going to get to some Super Chats in the middle of the show here. So I do not forget the ones from last week. I appreciate the support. Amazing. So before I get into the topic today, I want to ask um, the chat something. Okay. I want to ask you guys in the chat. Uh, I want, I, re- I genuinely want to know, cause I want to bring the best show possible every week. And obviously I want to grow and grow and grow and learn how to really give you guys the best content and the best show possible. Right. That's always the goal. So I need your help, audience, and and chat. I want you to tell me, there's a few things. How the show's going, what you think I should work on, and what would you like to see more of, okay? You can tell me that in the comments, um, which is, I don't always get a chance to read them, but I'll get to them later. You can tell me that in a message on IG, or you can email Email me at joelfridaytv at gmail.com. joelfridaytv at gmail.com. And I would really, I really, really appreciate your feedback. How the show is going so far. What you think I should work on. What can I work on to make the show better? And what would you like to see more of on the show? Right? Help me make it a great show so we can get it out there in the world. You know what I mean? I could use the help. So... Email me with your responses at joelfridaytv at gmail.com or on social media. Okay? I would appreciate it. Thank you. So, a lot goes on throughout the week. As you guys know, life just be happening. And um, 
luckily, if we're aware, we can kind of learn the lesson. Right? Sometimes we may be aware, sometimes we don't. But if we're aware and we try to be aware, we can learn from it. And something was revealed to me um, over the weekend. At least to me. I think it was a revelation. Right? It was revealed to me. And it has to do with today's topic. So today's topic is how do you know you're a good person? Right? Somebody said more of Trump making fun of others. More entertainment. More entertainment. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit here. First time. You shouldn't have goals, Joel. <laughs> I, it's not a goal. Just some advice. You work with the bomb be networking. That's right. It's networking. Drinking game. We're going to have a... So I should do a drinking game on the show? Alcohol? <laughs> I'll do some tequila. Some tequila shots on live on air. Different tequila shots. And I'll try to make it through the whole hour without passing out. Is that entertaining enough? Amazing. Yeah, send me some more suggestions. Those are all um, interesting. The alcohol one probably not going to happen, but I love where the where the mind is going. Be creative. Amazing. So over the weekend, I realized that um, I'm not a good person. I realized that. And for a long time, I like to... I've liked to um, strive to be a good person. I like to think of myself as a good person. You know what I mean? And I like to, like, hope that one day I'll reach, like, tip, tip top perfection. Right? Like, the peak. And... But on the way there, you know, you like to think that you're a good person. Why? Because if you think that you're a bad person, we think that um, it's going to make us believe or be depressed or be stressed out, anxiety. We think that's going to happen. So we don't want to not be a good person. And we think people are not going to like us. And, um, yeah, so, but over the weekend, I was just thinking because I was just thinking, like, wondering, like, why do I believe that? And, like, why do I think I'm a good person? Because I'll be having good strides and then, like, I'll make mistakes or I'll uh, go back to sinning. And then I'm like, I thought I was a good person. I thought I was a good person. But then why, if you're a good person, you keep sinning? So I realized this, that for me, I was speaking myself. And if it makes sense for you, amen. But I'm going to speak on what it is for me. Is that I still enjoy 
the taste of wrongdoing. I still enjoy it. Like it tastes good. <laughs> but I, I'm being serious. I enjoy the taste. I still enjoy the taste of wrongdoing. And I enjoy the cravings of my ego. I enjoy it. I enjoy entertaining the cravings of my ego. And I enjoy the taste, the initial taste of wrongdoing. I still do. I do. And obviously over time, um, it has gotten less and less and less. The appetite has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, right? But that's not to excuse the fact that there's still appetite, right? Um, so over time, it has gotten less, and the, the actual things, sins being committed has gotten less. But nonetheless, there's still a taste for wrongdoing. And no good person, no good person on this earth is good if they enjoy doing wrong, sinning. And I enjoy it. That's why I continue to do it, right? At the times that it happens in my life, it's because I enjoy it, right? Should I judge myself for it? No. Should I feel guilty for it? Absolutely not. But I should be honest. I should be realistic. And I do. But the interesting thing, and the interesting thing is because the reason why I do it is because I believe the lies that I need it. I need some type of satisfaction here, right? I need some type of satisfaction. I need to feel better about something. Or I need, like, a, a break. I need to relax. I need to enjoy myself. I need to have fun, right? I don't always want to stay down the narrow path with the pain and the conflict and the endurance, I need a little relief sometimes. That's what I that's what my brain believes. Like subconsciously. So even though intellectually I know that um it's not going to do any good for me. It's just a feeling um that um it's a lie. Subconsciously, I still believe that I need it. So I do it. But when I realize this, it brought, me, it brought me a sense of peace. Still, though, in fact, despite of, it still brought me a sense of peace. And I thought that was so amazing, interesting, because I think that this is part of, like, a bigger problem of, like, us as human beings in general, right? But it brought me a peace, and I'm going to explain why it brought me a peace. It's because, again, you can call in 888-773, no, 888-775-3773. Nick said kombucha. What do you mean kombucha? I love kombucha, by the way. Kombucha is so good. A lot of people don't. Oh, for the drinking game. That would be fun. We do kombucha for a drinking game. Oh. Or we'll try, like, different type of drinks on the show that, like, a lot of people don't like. 
That might be fun. Like drinks that people think are nasty. I think that might be fun. Maybe. Um, he's, Nick said, for a drinking game, because I know you like it, and it's Christian. <laughs> Kabucha is Christian, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, back to the topic. Is, uh, yeah, I it brought me a peace. It brought me a peace. Realizing that I'm not a good person brought me a peace. Isn't that weird? Isn't that, like, ironic? That realizing I'm not a good person brought me peace. And because a lot of the time for me, I think I'm a good person. I think I'm a, I really do. And I believe that I'm a good person because of, you know, I try to do what's right. I try to make the right choices. I believe that my heart is pure. I believe that I mean well. All these things, right? And they're all good things. Um, and those are all true things. But we tend to leave out the things that we are battling with, right? So I believe that at times I, I constantly have believed that I'm a good person. And I'm going to tell you why, though. Let me tell you why. I'm going to get to the detail. I'm going to give you guys an example because oftentimes I'm like, uh, and this is real life. This really is what happens to me date like often, right? I'll be feeling like I'm walking on water, right? Because over time I've learned what has worked for me to function properly, meaning like clear mind, um, walking in the spirit, healthy as far as like food habits. Like I figured out um, in some regards how to stay on track enough to keep me clean, right? And of energy and, um, you know, on track, level-headed. So as I'm doing those things, I'm feeling good. I'm walking on water. Right. It feels good. I'm feeling strong, energetic, good deeds stacked to the ceiling. Right. Doing all the right things because I have energy. I can see clear, feeling good. Right. But there's always this sense of like deep down a pain. Right. Um, a pain that comes from the ego, enduring the ego, the ego dying. There's a sense of pain and that pain in there wants pleasure. That ego death wants pleasure. It wants to feel good again because it's dying, right? So that's always in there. But I'm walking on water. And as I'm walking on water like Peter in the Bible, right? He saw Jesus walking on the water and, and Peter got out on the boat and he started walking on water. And right when he thinks he's walking on water and he's good, he's great, right? I do the same thing. I'm good, I'm great. And then you start to look around and then you compare yourself comparison start like oh look they're still on the boat i'm walking on water they're still on the boat you start to compare and then you see people do wrong make mistakes you're comparing your now moment to their mistakes like look at them right and it subconsciously could be happening too like you're judging not knowing you're judging and then you're thinking you're better you got it figured out. 
your way is working, you finally got it going. And it's because you have this, you're convinced that you're a good person, right? You have this opinion about yourself. And then as I'm walking on that water floating, what happens? Boom. I doubt I fall into the water like Peter did. And Jesus had to grab his arm and pull him back up. Right? Like, you doubter. Ye of little faith. Right? That's me. I'm not lying. And it's because I identify, I'm identifying with good. I'm good or good in general. Why? Why, you ask? Good question. It's because I believe that the ego, not our spirit, but our ego wants to be good so bad so we can feel better about ourselves, right? We just want to feel better about ourselves. So we believe that we're good and we want to believe that we're good. We're desperate to believe that we're good so that we can feel good, walk with our chest out, feel good about ourselves, and not have conflict and pain, right? We don't want conflict and pain. Ego don't want that, right? So that's what happens. And you get caught up in this loop of thinking you're good, and then you judge yourself for being bad. Thinking you're good, then you judge yourself when you fall for making mistakes. It's the same cycle, right? And secondly, why this also brought me peace, and you can call in 888-773, no, 888-775-3773, 888-775-3773. There are lines open, okay? You can call in. Um, yeah, so what was nice about this revelation that happened was because from here on out, it doesn't mean that, like, your mind is um, completely renewed and changed. Like, now you're ready to go. And same will make you believe that, too, right? But for me now, and maybe that happens for some people. Maybe that happens for some people to where they just get it and they run with it, right? And I believe that that can't happen. You understand it, God tells you, and you run. But for me, it's been like reprogramming. That's how it works for me. I, I, I'm revealed something, and then I um, believe it. I know it in my heart now. So when those things come up, I'm reprogramming my brain how to respond to it with what I've learned, if that makes sense. So um, the mind has to reprogram. My mind has to be reprogrammed. So that's what happens is now I have this revelation. Now I realize that, okay, look, I'm not a good person. But you know what's so great about it is that which way it wears down? There is no more down. Now there's only up. You can only go up when you're humbled and realize that you ain't nobody, ain't nothing, ain't nothing special. Now there's only up. So when these things happen, you don't judge yourself about it. You just realize, you know what? That's just my nature is changing. 
and you don't judge others as much because you realize, oh, I, that's evil. Oh, well, I do evil things too. That's not a good person. Well, I'm not a good person either. Right? And there's a scale. You know what I mean? There's a scale of, you know, what you may do and what you see others may do that may be like grand or grander. I don't even know if that's a word. But anyways, it doesn't change the fact that it's still coming from the same place, the ego. So um, I say that all to say that um, judgment begins to lose its sting against the truth. Judgment begins to lose its sting against the truth. Once you realize these things, judgment loses the sting, right? And society, just to wrap, wrap up this message so I don't go on too long about it, but I think that the problem with human beings in general in society, why it's so hard to overcome, I believe is that judgment, judgment is the number one problem. Everyone's, the root of everyone's problem is judgment. Judgment, and what judgment is, is having a opinion of right or wrong on everything, having an opinion about everything. Because that opinion brings a feeling, and a feeling is what traps you, right? It traps you because even if what you feel is so strong, it could be a complete lie. Like, oh, I, she might be cheating on me, or he might be cheating on me. I feel it. I feel it. He's cheating on me. You don't have evidence. But the feeling is so strong because you already believe that he's cheating for whatever reason. You saw a text message. You saw the way he looked, the way he acted, he or she. And that feeling is convincing. Even if you find out it's completely not true, you believed it because of that feeling. So judgment is where it starts. An opinion about right and wrong, and then we get the feeling, and you can hang it up. Once you get the feeling, that's it. It's a wrap. It's hard to shake that feeling. It really is because it's disguised by Satan to be, to feel as true as when God reveals something to you. He did it on, Satan did it on purpose. He did it on purpose to mimic the truth so you can accidentally believe the lie. That's why we got to watch ourselves. But I want to say this because this is so important. And then I'm going to read some of your guys' comments. I'm going to try to read some comments today. That might be fun. Right? But this is important. The first step to shake depression anxiety to overcome the very first step to overcome all things paradise on earth. The very first step. This is what I realized is repentance, confession, 
Repentance and confession. What does that mean? I'm not a Christian. What does that mean? Great question. Be honest with yourself and be honest with God. Go deep. Go in there in the corners and the crevices of what's going on in your soul and be honest about it. I think about this. I have a craving to do this, right? And say it in your own privacy of your home. Write it down. Give it to God. Say it to God. Or if you have somebody you trust, which this is also good too. If you have somebody you trust, like truly trust, there's nothing wrong with sharing that with them. If you truly trust that person, share it with them. Share it. Get it out. That's the whole point. The whole point is that it's in there, but you need to get it out. You need to get it out. You need to get it out. I don't care how you get it out. By yourself, in your room, on your phone, on your computer, in the, on top of the mountain, on top of your roof. It don't matter how it gets out, but you need to get it out. And you also need to face it. Because why is it possible that you can learn things about yourself that quote-unquote aren't good, that you're a bad person, that you're a sex addict, that you uh, like alcohol, that you, I don't know. All these little weird things that we pick up, right? Why is it that when we realize that these things, they can bring us peace when they're supposed to bring us the exact opposite? Because we're facing it, we're accepting it, we're... um being honest with ourselves, we're ready to overcome it. Repentance is the first step to peace. Repentance and confession, a.k.a. being honest with yourself and speaking it within your privacy, unless you see to do other in other places or with other people, is the first step to peace, to perfect peace. What is step two and step three? I don't know. I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to learn. But I think I got step one. Because I haven't had depression and that stuff. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm still growing and learning. Satan is busy. But I think being honest and being and, and facing those things within is what helped me um, not be afraid of them. So um, I'm going to get to a call and then maybe I'm going to get to some comments and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, let me do a call and then I'll do a super chat. I'll go to super chats. I think that's a better idea. And then I'll go to comments. Cool. All right, let me take a call. Uh, let's go to Greg. And Greg is a first-time caller out of... Oh, Gray is a first-time caller out of Los Angeles, California. Gray, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, 
what's up, Joe? It's good to be on the show. I appreciate what you do, bro. Just calling in and giving me a little hand over here, too. Right on, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, well, I had written on the comments. I said that, you know, people you're asking people for their opinion, and I just believe that, you know, don't don't listen to them. Continue to do what you do because that's what makes you different, you know? Like, right on. And when you start to try to entertain, because they were saying, like, oh, I, I heard somebody say, oh, you should be entertaining or something. It's like, no, like, you know what I mean? Just continue to be yourself. And I've been listening, you know, from like three years ago when you were working with Jesse. So, like, right you were so instrumental and in leading this new generation. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I know you get this all the time, but it was, that's why I had to call in to tell you, like, you know, continue to be yourself. Right on. And man. I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, Gray. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, and, um, yeah, like, it, it's crazy, too, because, like, I was like, oh, I should call in. You know, I do Uber, so I, I just pulled over. I'm going to call in. I like this show. You know, I don't want to support it. Right on. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but a crazy thing that I've been going through is, like, I just recently quit smoking weed after, like, 13 years. Wow. How was that? And, oh, man, the hell that comes with it, like, the withdrawals. <laughs> You can't, you can't sleep. You got insomnia. Oh yeah, a bunch of things are being brought up. You start to dream again. Yeah, and and it's yeah. true. Like you know, you talk about vices, and and it's it's cool. Like I feel like I'm talking to like a brother of mine when I hear you talk that way because yeah. not everybody speaks this way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, let me ask you really quick. Um, do you what was that? What was that process like for you stopping? Like, what is it like now? Or how did you, for one, how did you even get to the place where you were able to stop or you realized you need to stop? What was that like? Uh, well, you know, it's it's definitely a process. And like you say, don't judge yourself because, or, or don't even think, you know, I went through what you just talked about, how I thought I was better for quitting, you know? Yeah. And and I realized, I caught myself, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you, you, now you're thinking you're better because you're not smoking, you're judging those that keep smoking. That still smoke, yeah. Yeah, and, but the process, you know, it, it's like Jesse says, you're going to have to just suffer. If yeah. you don't want to change, keep suffering, and it's going to get to a point where you suffered enough and realize, hey, I don't want to feel like this no more. I don't want to suffer like this anymore. Yes, I, sir. I, I, I'm dependent. I'm not myself. I've lost myself. This weed, and especially how Jesse talks about it too. He talks about how this new age weed is—it's laced. It's, it's yeah. designed for you to become addicted. Yeah. You know they want you as a customer. They—they want to keep you there. Yeah. It's like the devil. He wants to keep you there. But I don't know. By the grace of God, I can't even really point my finger. It's just one day I woke up and said, "Hey, that's it." I, gra- I grabbed everything I had that had anything to do with that, and I just threw it to the dumpster, and that's when I knew it was like, okay, my suffering for this is over. Like, Yeah. I don't need this no more. I am greater than this. I am being held back. Yeah. Um, and, and But it's true, though. Don't judge yourself, because I, I, I see my friends. They're still smoking, and I look at them, and like you said, you know, like because of my right now, I'm judging those who are going through them through their problems. Yes, sir. Because of my little moment of glory. Is and it? It's, yeah. 
A hundred percent. Man, I, I, I'm just trying to agree with you in the in the middle of your points just because it's making so much sense. But yeah. you are hitting it on the mark. And I can tell that you're really, like, listening and not just pretending to listen or just, like, whatever, right? You're really listening because I can tell that you're really trying to – and it doesn't mean that it's from me or from anybody else. It's just that you're just trying to learn as you go – how, whoever it may be coming from, you're just trying to figure it out, just like the rest of us. So everything you're saying is 100% true. It gets to a point where you're just you're tired and then you don't want this life anymore. And it doesn't mean that some, it may not happen again. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But, you know, learning how to live in the now and, and clear your mind for the now is what's important. So I appreciate that. Great, great testimony. And, um, yes, sir. Yeah, man, you had to call me again. Good talk. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to call you again. And one more thing. It's like, um, yeah, you say you don't know where I'm getting it from. It's the spirit that we all have, you know? Exactly. And when we hear each other talk, it just makes me smile because I'm like, damn, he's like, exactly what I'm thinking. And, and it's a spirit. It's exactly. the spirit we're getting to recognize. A hundred percent. all of us. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah, so it's just it's just amazing, bro. Thank you for everything you do. And uh, like I said, you were instrumental and and really leading this new generation to what Jesse says and, and that message. And, and of course, like, um, I love how you just like put everybody on the spot that one time you, you, you hosted the church and you're just telling everybody, why are you Jesse? Why are you Jesse? Oh, that's that's yeah. the real questions. You know, that's real church right there. Right on, man. I appreciate that. Great. You know what I mean? You're just like, uh, you're, you guys are, by, you know, Jesse, like you, you need to get to know yourself to know exactly how to move like yeah. people can't move for you exactly people can't think for you you need to do this on your own 100%. and you get to a point where you do you know yeah yeah i have see it in you so i appreciate it you know man a hundred percent a hundred percent great <laughs> i appreciate it man thank you again call me again i only because the time i hate to cut you off only because the time i do got to move forward here with these other calls but you said it well. Well put. I appreciate it, Greg. Call me again. Do your thing, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. All right, bye. All right. Man. That, that was church, too. That was church, too. Because he, he, he hit something that I didn't touch on. And uh, I'm glad he called and said it. Because... Suffer and die. You hear Jesse say it all the time. Some of you guys, some of you guys may not know who Jesse Lee Peterson is, but Jesse Lee Peterson is the the founder of the network here. But he always he's also a pastor, um, and he has a nonprofit organization. But he always says that um, suffer and die, suffer and die. And what that means is that until you're ready, and I know this for a fact, for my own life, until you're ready. You need to suffer. And we're not supposed to get in the way of people suffering. We're not supposed to feel bad, feel sorry for people, nothing. Because that suffering is what wakes you up. You know what I mean? You suffer enough, you'll hit the ground. And like uh, Gray said, that suffering, he just got tired. He just got fed up. And that's what, you know, he's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Because we have the power within us to overcome all things. We can just... Say no, I'm done, right? But we just don't know yet, right? 
And when you get tired and you're done with it, you will do it. You will do it. You'll make it happen. You'll be done. You'll walk on water. But we just got to suffer some more. We just got to suffer. And that's okay. Suffer and die. But let me take another call. Maze. Maze out of Dayton, Ohio. Let me talk to Maze. Hey, Maze, how you doing? Hello, Joel. You're having a great show today. Right on. Thank you. And it goes with something that I was trying to say today. When I say, well, most people, they got it wrong when they say, love thy neighbor as thyself, it doesn't mean your neighbor next door. It means the neighbor as yourself. You got to love yourself first before you can understand anything. Yeah. And if you don't love yourself, you can't understand nothing. Yep. That's where that starts and ends. Yeah. So your neighbor could be somebody in another country. It could be a person on the street. It could be anybody. No, and then not material-like things. That's yeah. what most people get stuck on. Yep. It's the material thing that doesn't matter because they can be taken away. A hundred percent. So the heart you have, you only got one. A hundred percent. When you give it and share it and find somebody else to share, you learn from them and not destroy them. And you don't want to hurt nothing or nobody. You want to take the things that you learn and, and pass it on. Not spread hate, which some people don't know. Like you said, they don't want to give it up. That's the giving up. Once you give it up and you love yourself, you're not going to let nobody harm you. And you don't want to harm nobody. Yes, Maze. Um, so your opinion counts, but still, wonder when he said, love thy neighbor as thyself, and if you're doing it, and not materialistic ways. It's the way with the heart and the soul and the mind. And once you get those three things together and you loving yourself with it, you can't help but to love other people. And when you don't love yourself, you don't love nobody else. A hundred percent, Maze. Right so on you, the mark. So you have a good one, Joel. Growing pains is hard. It's hard. But sometimes it takes to get knocked down two or three times. Yeah, and so let, you understand, but you got to understand of loving yourself. Uh, honey, I'm about to make. I'm. I'm gonna finish your. You're making such good points. Maze is making some great points right now, y'all. I hope well, you guys about, are listening. Meg is making some great points. I'm that's a, what I was meaning this morning when I was saying, "Love thy neighbor as thyself." So you got. It's, it's talking about self. It's not talking about the neighbor saying self. So you can't spread love when you don't have love, can you? Nope. And what you can spread hate in a minute. So that's why I say I don't need nobody to try to convince me to hate things or hate people. Just because they don't like them don't mean that you got to follow along and dislike them too. Because you can see a bomb on the street and you can sit down and have a conversation with them. That's a neighbor within the heart neighbor, not the, not the materialistic things. They have a story to tell too, but you look at them as if they was a piece of trash. I They'll agree, man. I agree, Maze. Thank you for that. 100%. And your neighbor is not the actual neighbor. And she's right about that. Your neighbor is not the actual neighbor. Your neighbor is everybody, your brothers and sisters, everybody, brother and sister. And when we truly understand that, like Maze is saying, when you truly love yourself, then you start to see that you have no reason to hate everybody else. Thank you, Maze. I'm going to add to your point right now. I got to finish up some stuff for the okay. show, but I but appreciate that. Hassan, you, I don't know you from Adam, Hassan, or either none of the people on that, st that station. I don't know you all, but y'all are my neighbors. That's why I can have a conversation with you all, like it or not. That's just me. So have a good one. Thank you, Mace. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah, Mace, Mace, is good. she makes the point. She made the point that you got to love yourself first. And I don't know Mace, and Mace doesn't know us, like she said, and I don't know Mace, so I don't know... 
Um, what she does on her daily, you know, if she is a good person, if she, I don't know, but what she said was true. You got to love yourself first. That's why it's so important. Focus on yourself first. Everybody want to help everybody, me included. I just want, everybody just want to help. Everybody want to help everybody, but that's ego too. Why you want to help? Ain't nobody ask. But we will help. But help yourself. I had a, a past girlfriend told me. Ooh, I'm telling you guys everything. Let me shut up. But I'm going to tell you since I already started. Past girlfriend told me. And I was like, I can't help you. She said, help yourself. Why are you trying to help me? Help yourself. And I couldn't say nothing. <laughs> What am I over here doing? You know what I mean? But we get caught up in that mindset. Help yourself. Focus on yourself. Overcome what's going on inside. And I really do my best. Just try to speak on what I've learned. And do it like that. Right? I really try not to uh, talk ahead of myself. So when I say the first step is repentance and confession, it's because I see that in my life. That's the first step. But like I said, second and third step, how to get the peace, I don't know. And I don't want to try to pretend to know. I don't want to try to act like I know. Because it's not going to help nobody get there. So focus on yourself. Focus on me. Focus on you. Um, somebody said, Joelle is mama. Maze approved. Amazing. Let me get to some super chats real quick before I forget. Super chat, super chat. Soup, soup, super chat. Let me see real quick. Um, Because we got some from last week. Let's see. I don't know who it's from, but let's see. And then I'm going to get back to the comments. So last week... Uh, spoiler alert, said Satan loses again. I don't know if I read that or not, but spoiler alert says Satan loses again. That's right. Loser. And then, thank you, spoiler alert. I appreciate it. Sion sends a super sticker. Don't, can't tell you what that is. Almost can't tell you what it means. But I appreciate it. So thank you, Sion. The sticker is um, a hippopotamus, three of them, a blue one, a green one, and a purple one. That's deep. That's deep. Thank you, Sion. <laughs> Amazing. Spoiler alert again. Says shoes and tattoos would get robbed on the daily. I think he's responding to a comment I made in the last week's episode. I don't remember. I can't even remember what I ate for breakfast. But I think he's referring to that. But thank you, spoiler alert. Um, amazing. Hillary T. Says, and she's responding to today's episode, says, um, deep, thank you. Right on, Hillary. It's deep to me, too. Honestly, sometimes I have conversations with people after the show or like throughout the week 
and um, they'll be like, you said that on the show. Why aren't you? And I'm like, because I, I'm learning from it, too. I'm learning from it, too. It's just the spirit teaching everybody, including me. At least I believe it to be the spirit. So I'm still learning from it, too. But amazing. Thank you, God. Super chat. It's more helpful than you think. I know it seems like um, everybody is a millionaire, but that's more helpful than you think. So I appreciate the Super Chats. Uh, let me go to some comments really quick, and then I'm going to end because I want so Nick can come in and do his show. The American Anchor Baby show is coming in next. So you don't want to miss it. Make sure you stay tuned in. Don't leave. Well, you got to leave. You got to go to Nick's YouTube channel. But he's coming in next. Let me go to some comments really quick. Let me see what you guys are saying. Amazing. Joel was ticked. He said, why are we doing a podcast? Yet there he is. Let me see. People are humoring Joel to his dismay. Hake, you tried to that day on Hassan's show. Hake says, hip, 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 hippopotamus. Hip, hip, hooray, ho. That's what, that's what James said. Um, let's see. Joel is all mama. I think I read that already. Mays proved it. Whatever, Johnny Bender. Hater. I hope Jesse Lee Pearson calls in and follows Maze. Whatever. Maze was making a good point, okay? So you can't be mad at her at all times. Sometimes she makes some great points. And I like Maze. Because she always seemed to have fun with it, even when she disagrees. I always liked that. I always thought that was cool. So, whatever. Oh, man. I've been... Somebody says, I've been treating everybody else like, bleep, other than my neighbor till now. Amazing. That's right. Uh, there is a parable Jesus told about the wounded man on the road being the neighbor. Everybody the neighbor. Everybody your neighbor. Your enemy your neighbor. Your enemy your brother. Your enemy your sister. Don't mean you got to hang out with them. Don't get it twisted. Don't mean you got to hang out with them. Right? Because you don't want to hang around um people that bring harm to you, whether it be spiritual, physical, whatever, you don't want to hang around that because it'll, it'll start to pull you down. But you can mingle. You can mingle. You can be friendly. You can love everybody. You can love on everybody. You can love on your enemy. You can still, you know, mingle here and there when it, when you, when it makes sense. You don't got to completely shut off and, and exile everybody. Joel is learning from Maze now. Hey, 
I learned from everybody. Why not from Maze? Joelle figured out how to deal with Maze craze. Just agree with her. <laughs> That's the secret. That's how you deal with women. You just shut up and agree. <laughs> no, not really. But hey, last thing. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. But I need your help. Like I said, send me some tips. I know um, Gray was saying don't take nobody's advice. But then... If I don't take nobody's advice, that means I would be taking his advice by not taking everybody's advice, right? So I can't take his advice or I got to take everybody's advice included. So, yeah, tell me what you want to see more of. Like I said, I, I may not get to it or I may not, it may not make sense with the show, but send it anyway because it may be helpful, right? And tell me what you think that I could work on to be a, the best host possible, right? And I'll read them. I'll look at them, and I'll see what makes sense, and then I'll do my best to add to it. So you can do that by going to joellefridaytv at gmail.com if you want to send me an email, and then or you can follow me on social media and send me a messages there. But, yeah, help a brother out. But I appreciate all you guys. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for giving me somebody to talk to on a weekly basis. And all the super chats and the support and the comments – and all that stuff is amazing. I thank you guys. I appreciate it. I have to end, though, because the time is up, and I'm going to do this right. And um, follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV uh, and The Gifted of Dance. Both my channels, follow me across the board, and follow everybody on the network across the board. It's getting crazy. It's getting out of control because it's getting good. So make sure you do that. Amazing. Thank you, guys. American Anchor Baby's coming in next. Until next time. Bye.